From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. And now, welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Live on the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Immediately. Fucking. Fucking immediately. <laughs> hey, get out of that trash can. Sean Boy. Sean Boy. Well, he knows it's a classic movie. I'm still a mouthful. Yes, I did. I was He's like, this is the last time. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on a Monday morning. Oh, oh. We got to get it. Here he goes. He's going to do it. How's everybody doing today? Ah, oh, damn! Well, yeah. Gonna, there it is. Yeah. How's everybody feeling today? You feeling good? Doesn't he pause before he says it? What? Does he always pause before he says "good"? Yeah, a little bit. Are you feeling good? Well, he's trying to catch his breath. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's because he's, he's fucking 70. winded. Ish. Yeah, seventy plus. What is Paul Stanley these days? I gotta look this up. Let's That's a great question. <clears throat> well, we are gathered here today to talk about sixty-eight. I was close. Sixty-eight. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. So Simmons has got to be like seventy. Yeah, then, Gene's right? Gene's like seventy-one. Okay. The way he talks is very interesting. I don't know what it is. Guy. It's just... Yeah. So anyways, we're coming off the heels on a another pretty warm week in wrestling. I wouldn't well, it was pretty hot, but it was also warm. You know, we There's had a lot of wrestling. Fallen. Slammiversary was a major success, I'm assuming. And um what else? Oh, well, the last night was the, the horror show WWE at Extreme show. Rules. Yeah, the horror that, show. That young Extreme upstart Rules. WWE from New York. Yep. Man, I tell you what, I just listening Obviously, the uh, the Good Brothers Countdown to Fucktown came out on. Well, that was Saturday, Saturday at midnight, right? Yeah, Saturday morning. Friday night for us because it started at eleven, but I okay. didn't start watching until <clears throat> midnight, so it was still Saturday to me. Oh yeah, because they're East Coast time, right? So yeah. they started at their midnight. Yeah. Uh, man, I listened. First of all, it's an awesome show. I'm almost I'm almost done with it. I got like forty five minutes left. I'll finish it today. But when I listen to shows like that. And the next the next day people show up at another company and 
<clears throat> I just, man, it's, I lose so much respect for WWE for like the way they do business. I just, I don't know, man. I've just, I've just lost, like, I'm still into NXT. Don't get me wrong. And that's, I feel like that's a different story. Although Triple H is involved in some shenanigans with talent because he was the talent relations guy. I don't know if he is still. They kind of made it seem like he wasn't talent relations guy anymore. Yeah, they kind of just... they kind of dropped him down. And there, there was a big hubbub, you know, rumors yeah. swirling on the internet about him kind of losing a job title, getting a demotion. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll I'll say this about the countdown to Fucktown, and and it <clears throat> involves Paul Levesque. Whenever you're signing a contract and somebody says, I look at you and I see your kids to get them to sign a contract. That's why I said Paul's a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. When I texted you that, I was like, man, that's not cool. Like, don't use somebody's kids as leverage because yeah, any, any father gonna is going to, is going to, you know, kind of bow down to that. Like, Hey, he's respecting my children. He's telling me the good business decision is to do this for my kids. Like, that's fucked up, dude. You can't do that. And then that. they're on the list to let get let go first. Yeah, thanks to Paul Heyman. Yeah, because he's, cause he's, you can trust me, you can trust me. And I love how Gallows was like, he told me, he told us that we can fucking bury him on Twitter. And then he and then he goes, okay, well, here's me fucking burying him. He can't be trusted. Like, <laughs> just throws liar. it out there. <laughs> yeah. Which, that, I mean, we don't even, we're not even in the business. But fuck, man, I don't know if I would trust Paul Heyman. I just don't think I would. There's so many stories about, you know, even back in ECW and people not getting paid and shit. Yeah. And we asked Mikey Whipwreck when he was on the show if he ever had that problem. He said, no, I always got paid. So, I mean, I guess it's not everybody. Or maybe he was just blowing smoke because he's friends with Paul. But Well, he's a Jersey know, boy, so he'd probably fuck Paul up. Yeah. I, would, don't, yeah, don't I don't think I'd fuck Take too Mikey kindly Whipwreck. to that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't care if he's out of shape or not. I yeah. Just, <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with him, probably. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, overall the show it, it was fun. It it was a lot of lightheartedness, but I mean, they did dig into some of it. I wasn't a big fan of Ryan Satin being the host. I think I would have been a better host, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> Anytime I watch I a show with a host like that, I'm always like, why? Yeah, I didn't realize that he wasn't with uh, FS1 and Russell's doing, the, doing oh. the WWE uh, backstage or whatever it's called. He was with FS1 doing that? Yeah, he was like the breaking news guy, like their little TMZ segment, like when somebody, like when John Morrison signed and then when The Miz re-signed and all that stuff, so. But yeah, I guess he's not doing it anymore. Wasn't he like a WrestleZone guy at one point or something? He's got a pro wrestling sheet. That's what he does. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was uh, trying to remember. Before that, he was with TMZ. Okay. So oh, then, so he's got some he's, serious yeah. credibility. Yeah, but I mean, so do we. <laughs> yeah, we have a Hall of Fame, so he doesn't. <laughs> he does not. Yeah, speaking of, we got to start working on the Hall of Fame. That's a couple months away. It's a big event, so we usually but start it's planning July, it out. I know, it's awesome. I can't wait for October. And October Christmas, nice. let's go ahead and, you know, it's been a while since I've done this. Let's see how many days until Christmas. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you're doing that. I was going to look something up, too. What was I going to look up? We have 158 days till Christmas. That's not so long when you're really at work not. all the time. <laughs> we'll be at work for, what, probably 80 of those days? Yeah. Oh, more. shit. 158 days until Christmas. I would say a solid 
100. Yeah. That's that's easy. Well, I don't know because it's two days off. Sometimes I only get one. Next week I'll probably only get one. I'm not excited about that. But um, everybody in the audience should pity me. They should feel bad for me because they really you know I have to work I for do. a living, and I want you know, I want to sit on my ass. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't do that. <laughs> to an extent. Yeah. You yeah. would like well, to. Yeah. Have, you would probably like to have my schedule. I don't know. Yours is yours is up there though. It's 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 because you're you picked up the extra day now, didn't you? Aren't you doing yeah, it on the extra yeah. day or whatever? Well, I still have three days. Oh, you're rocking. I have Saturday, uh, okay. Sunday, Monday off. Oh, Saturday, oh. Sunday, Monday. Ooh, yeah, that's and I only, nice. I only work a double on Friday, so I kill it at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you go out with the bang for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's rough. <laughs> I would That's really literally like... like a normal job working like three shifts. Yeah. I would like to get into sales. I want because salespeople are rich, so I want to try it. I just want to know like how they get so rich. Obviously, you have to be a good salesman. I'm not just saying you get rich out of nowhere, but I want to go into food sales someday because I know the business in and out. Yeah. So why couldn't I sell food? I could be an honest salesman, and I, I can also get see people's you doing orders right. Real estate and insurance. Oh man, that's where the money's at, dude. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, is. I. I I want to sell things for a living. I love my, I love my chef job stuff, but you know, there's a, do I want to do it till I'm 65 years old? Probably not. No. And, and we probably won't be able to retire when we're 65. So 70. No, I don't. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to next year and kind of hanging the, uh, hanging the non-slip shoes up. Yeah. Once, once the house is paid, I'm I'm done. I'm moving on. Oh, really? I yeah, I, I got to find something else. My body's breaking down because of this shit. I mean, it's it's literally a if anybody who I mean, I'm sure somebody who listens works in the the business, but the food and beverage industry will chew you up and spit you out. I mean, not, I'm not quite at that age yet. Like I'm, I'm still good and all that, but I think once you, once you hit that mid forties to fifties, most of those people that you work with are like, Oh my back. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be like that. I'm not even in my forties yet. I'm already, my <laughs> yeah, back. No shit. I've been yeah. doing that since my mid twenties. Yeah, exactly. But I started young. I started doing it at 14. That's, that's a long time. That's we're, we're closing in on 20 now. years, man. Yeah grinding and that that should show you right there 20 years and like that's even starting young when your body's in prime shape and by the time you get in your 30 it, it is it is rough i shouldn't make it sound so bad you know it's you do make a lot of it's, people there is it's a, a good living it, it, re it really is i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bury it that bad you know i mean what, yeah a lot of kids get into it when they get into school and shit how many people even finish school because they realize how much money they can make you know, working at a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, servers, there's, there's places in the country where servers can clear a hundred thousand a year because, and they're not even working. Uh, they're working like three or four days a week. Yeah. When you That's work at nice right places. There. Yeah, dude. Of you're, course you're living in a place like, where it costs. You've only got like eight tables a day. Yeah. But they tip you so much because you're doing five course meals and shit. Yeah. But of course you're, your cost of living's higher. I work with a dude. I heard him a couple months ago, not well, 
get through this and then I guess talk about wrestling, but he worked at Pebble Beach, oh, okay. uh, the club over there. Yeah. And um, he said the servers easily cleared 100000 a year and they would work like three shifts a week. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, that's worth it. But he said he's you're ex- when you manage them, though, you're extra hard on them because you're like, if you want to continue making this fucking money, you need to you need to do it right because it's a fancy place, you know. Yeah, you're, you're waiting your on like celebrities. Game. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, you can't. I we can't bury the business too much because we're in it for a reason. We are making decent money. So, but the show now, the podcast, we're making fucking millions off this. So, <laughs> dude, easily. <laughs> We're making a lot of money. I mean, I mean you guys, th- you guys see the YouTube views. I mean, they're public. You can see them. Oh yeah. I mean, pushing forty. I'm not shy about just it. forty. <laughs> forty million. <laughs> oh, maybe one day we'll get we'll get a bunch of subs. Somebody will just listen to us and be like, "Wow, these guys are amazing." Anyways, all right. So you said let's just talk about Extreme Rules first. Yeah, let's get uh, it out of the way. Through. I didn't watch it. I watched the Yankees and Mets nope. second exhibition game tonight. The Yankees are playing the Phillies. <clears throat> I'm watching that as well because I'm not watching Raw. So and is then, that official season stuff? Uh, it's like their warm-up games. They The okay. official season starts for the Yankees on Thursday. Okay. And they're playing 60 games and then they'll have the playoffs. No fans. Which is That's fine because right, the crack the of the bat, it sounds good. Oh yeah, you can hear that shit. I never yeah. thought of that, dude. Yeah, it's nice. That. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, so pre-show. This is ext- horror show at Extreme Rules. The pre-show had Kevin Owens defeat Murphy. <laughs> he's not Buddy Murphy anymore. He's just Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> to be confused with Eddie Murphy. You know, I noticed that was Slammiversary. Everybody's just one name in Impact now, and I'm like, dude. Like, don't do that. Just wait. We're going to have a wrestler soon that's just John. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. John. John. <laughs> he's going defeated... to come out in a porta potty. John. Kevin Owens defeated Murphy. Cesaro, this is the actual show now. Cesaro and Shinsuke defeated the New Day to become, oh, it was a tables match, to become a SmackDown tag team champions bailey the champion retained against bailey, nikki cross the champion to retain the smackdown women's championship i'm i'm digging that i'm digging the bailey hairstyle and the attitude i'm I so like glad it. she's not the happy huggy chick yeah I, I like uh heel bailey a lot yes uh mvp defeated apollo cruz by forfeit for the yeah, united states championship up. Oh, okay. So and the belt was just sitting on a table to the side of the ring, and he just took it, and he's like, well, if you're not going to show up, then I'm the champion. Because that's how oh. it works. Yep. I guess at the horror show at Extreme Rules, that's how it works anyways. I mean, it's it's a horror show, so any anything no holds barred, basically. <laughs> anything uh, can happen in a horror show. Yeah. Seth Rollins defeated Rey Mysterio in an eye-for-an-eye match. The match could only be one when one competitor extracted an eye of their opponent, 18 minutes and five seconds, it took Seth Rollins to take Mysterio's eye out. And afterwards, Seth Rollins in. threw up on the side. Of the oh, he did? Ring. Yeah. There was awesome. like two little puddles of, he's gonna puke. That's a very yeah, interesting... It looked, like a, it looked like a gummy. One of those gummy eyeballs you get at Halloween time. That's what it looked like. Yeah. 
Well, they have the power of production for this because there's not a crowd. So, right. You know, but it, but it was, it, it was, it, I'm assuming this match was live. I'm assuming. They just camera cut it the right way. Yeah. Directed it. I'll, I'll insert the picture of it somewhere in here. Perfect. Uh, Asuka and Sasha Banks ended in a no contest for the Raw Women's Championship. 20 minutes. The longest match on the card ended in a no contest. That sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, Bailey had a ref shirt on and counted the three, and Sasha left with the title, and then Asuka later on in Twitter said, it's still my belt, while she was laying on a hotel bed playing Nintendo Switch. Because that's what happens oh. after the horror show at Extreme Rules. <laughs> that's what happens. I mean, if I'm going to have a horror show at Extreme Rules, I'm going to lay in a hotel bed and play Nintendo Switch and talk about my belt that somebody left with. Because totally. it shows concern. I mean, it shows concern yeah. when you're playing that's Paper Mario. A hor- that's a horror show. Yeah, I want a Nintendo Switch so bad. You need to get one. And Just for Animal Crossing. Uh, yeah. I guess I'd get it if you got it. Okay, cool. I'll go buy it today. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of want to, though. <laughs> Uh, Drew McIntyre defeated Dolph Ziggler, Dirk Diggler, for, in an Extreme Rules match for the WWE Championship. Uh, the Extreme Rules stipulation only applied to Ziggler. McIntyre had to wrestle under normal singles match rules. Furthermore, had McIntyre gotten disqualified or counted out, Ziggler would have won the championship. What? <laughs> Dude. God, what is going on in this company? Uh, they don't even know. Bray Wyatt defeated Braun Strowman in a Wyatt Swamp fight. The time is not available, so that was a film thing. Yeah, that was the cinematic match. Okay, that's all right. Cool, we're done with Extreme Rules. And uh, <laughs> also, tab out. Alexa Bliss appeared in Sister Abigail garb in like a water like montage kind of thing. Oh, okay. Sweet. I watch it, I saw pictures, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Oh, uh, I need to go like, to the restroom real quick. Okay. Okay, sorry. It was... It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by True Car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org slash auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Life or death? It was, it was knocking, yeah. So, uh, did it, was it the dirt sheet that said Alexa Bliss was in the Sister no, Abigail outfit, or could you just uh, tell it was her? No, I, you could tell. It was cl- clearly her. I saw uh, a quick little snippet of a video on Twitter, and then I saw a couple of pictures, and I was like, yeah, that's definitely Alexa Bliss. It was very, very strange. But apparently it was like, Supposed to be some of Bray Wyatt's suppressed 
past regrets or so i i don't know man it, it's, it's a horror show at extreme rules <laughs> so i mean anything could happen coming to you live to live to tape from the wwe performance center in orlando florida that is correct <laughs> all right i've heard the swap match like i've i've read some people hated the swap like it was 50-50 swap match like some people said it was really good it was better than the firefly firefly funhouse some people said it was shit i don't think it can beat the boneyard match so well, we know no. that yeah but will it beat the boner yard match at talking shop mania august 1 between sex ferguson and chad too bad which is that right a now, real thing yes it's a real thing oh and right now if you want to watch talking shop mania live on fight tv well live to tape on fight tv you can head over to our twitter page at heels and quads the pin tweet retweet it like it follow us follow uh talking shop subscribe to us subscribe to talking shop and be entered to win that code to watch it for free Okay. Because we know people. Yeah. Tommy knows people. Well, Levi. Uh, he just doesn't deal with them. He doesn't get paid enough to deal with them. Hey, what can I say? <laughs> uh, fight for the Fallen next? Is that what we're covering? Fight for the Fallen, yes. All right. Fight for the Fallen was just one uh, week this time, July 15th. This last Wednesday, I guess you could say. Um, there was five matches. There was Cody defeated Sonny Kiss for yes. the AWTNT title. You need to go back and watch this if you didn't see it because this was a really good match. Like we said last week, we figured it would be good. Sonny Kiss yeah. proved that he can hang with somebody like Cody. I loved uh, Cody's heel tactics with Tully watching from the crowd with a mask on. Arn gave Cody an ass chewing after the match because of his heelish ways during the match. So it almost kind of makes you wonder if Cody's getting ready to do the old flipperooski. That would be cool. I can deal with that. But yeah, it was it was a really good match. I was I was very impressed with it. This this card here ended up being better than both of uh Fighter Fest. It looks like it. I mean, and the next one, especially FTR mm -hmm. defeated Lucha Brothers, 13 minutes, 25 seconds. Yeah, that's another killer match. It, it was good to see those two styles clash, not AJ Styles clash, but um, <laughs> not to FTR, be confused with that. FTR being such an old school, you know, yeah. English team. Straight up Arn and Tully, dude. It like, is, it's Arn and Tully, dude. They're the brain yeah. masters. Um, and then, of course, you know, the Lucha Bros with their Lucha Libre style and fast and just flips and all that stuff it, it was it was definitely this whole card is worth a watch if you didn't watch it uh the elite defeated jurassic express in 15 minutes and five seconds that was um that was one i was looking forward to big time because i was like man i love jurassic express and of course the elite is cool and you know that was definitely one looking forward to, but once again, another another great match from AEW. Yeah, so. um, this one it it was the the spots that I were surprised that I liked was Kenny and Marco Stunt because I'm not a big Marco Stunt fan. 
I'm and with it's not you. because yeah. he's short. I'm short too. I get it. I would probably look about the same. I mean, I know I'm taller than him because we passed him in the hallway. I know I'm taller than him, but just I don't. Just I don't throwing know. that out there. It's not. It's just. I don't want to say it's not believable because it's wrestling. Anything's believable, but I I know what you're saying. For There's him to hold up with with Kenny Omega <clears throat> is yeah. tough for me, but I enjoyed it. So I'm kind of poo pooed on him, but. You know, I also gave him some praise by hanging with Kenny. But if you think about it, in real life, a little dude like Marco Stunt could fuck up a guy like Kenny because sometimes there's just those people that are just badasses. Yeah. You know, so it's like that kind of gives it that aspect. But I am with you because there's a lot of times I've seen Marco in matches, and it's just it's like a fun spot guy. Like he does yeah. stuff. He does fun spots and makes people go, Holy shit. And yeah. He's then, the guy that know. gets thrown over the top rope into the crowd by a bigger guy. He's that. Yeah, guy. exactly. And, that, and there is room for that guy on any wrestling roster because he has to be there. There has to be a guy like that. Yep. So, and Marco's the perfect dude for it because you can throw him extra far because he's so small, but yeah. I'm sure, he's a, I'm sure he's a great guy. I hate, I hate how tall he is. No, no, he's five, two. Yeah. He is yeah, he's 20, 23 years old. Dude, he's from Paragold, Arkansas. What? He was born in Paragold, Arkansas. That's oh, that's two hours away get, from you, four hours away from me. Four hours away from me. We gotta get Marco on the show. Yeah, we gotta talk Arkansas with him, man. I did not know uh, that. Because I, 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 I'm pretty sure I knew that they lived in I think they live in Mississippi, his parents. Yeah. So maybe he was born in Paragold and then moved? That's hey, who who knew? Uh, the Nightmare Sisters, Allie and Brandy Rhodes, defeated Kenzie Page and MJ Jenkins. That looks like it was kind of a squash match type it thing. <clears throat> yeah, uh, it, and then, it was what it was. <laughs> yeah. And then Moxley defeated Brian Cage by technical submission, but I saw he threw the towel in. So yeah, Taz threw in the towel. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good match. I mean, it, I, mean I, I didn't have anything really – writing on this one but for for a title match you know the title's not going to change hands that was good yeah and and we got all out see i i wonder where this takes their little feud from for now though i wonder if that's is brian cage getting another match at all out because personally i'd like to see like a tournament or a battle royal or something that determines the the next number one contender and then maybe you take the belt off moxley at all out i don't know maybe you keep the belt on until full gear because i don't know shouldn't this count as him cashing in his chip that he won at the battle royal at double or nothing yeah i think i think the chip was more of a i don't know if it was i don't know if it's like a, a cash in type thing it's like just a number one you get a number one contender spot yeah did they say it was a cash-in thing? I don't no, remember. No, they never said it. I would like to see him run with the the FTW title for like six months, give or take. Kind of, mm. kind of build more up, build more of a a, a number up. Yeah, and, and come back later, maybe the beginning of next year or something. But for now, I, I say like put it on the back burner. But it said uh, last night, Taz tweeted that they were going to be in the ring to uh, kind of talk about this. So we'll find out Wednesday what's going on with that. Okay. Maybe they'll just do another dynamite match or something. I don't know. Anyway, doing is... some tags or something just to kind of whatever. <clears throat> yeah. 
All right, that was Fight for the Fallen, and then we got Saturday. Oh, before we move on, okay. uh, I just want to make an announcement that I did call it that Vicky Guerrero would be Nyla Rose's manager. It is what it is, you know, whatever. Just Not one a good of those deal, little, but you called it. One of those little things that we seem to be able to figure out. I never saw anybody else say it, so I'll say it again. I called it. <laughs> yep. Oh, now it's now it'll be this week, or this week and next week. People have listened to us and be like, "Well, I called that." So yeah, I was the only one. <clears throat> I was the only one. I didn't listen to Heels and Quads and take their stuff this morning. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask Regina, "Do you like to compete?" I say, "Bring it on." Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. All right. So Slammiversary 2020. This would be fifth. 17 i 18? think it's 18, 18 18 okay yeah i think it's 18 2000 and 2005 mm-hmm. or 4 was the first one uh yeah this is this is 18 you're right yeah x v i i i um not an eye right. for an eye but i i i no not to be confused with that this was in their little skyway studio area in nashville tennessee it's a nice little studio I, yeah it, it is a it nice looks place clean I only got to – I just finished the X Division Championship match this morning, so I got three matches left. But um, the first four were fun to watch. They did – the tech difficulties are a little off the charts for the show. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. pretty – there's a lot of tech difficulties going on. Also, did Don Callis lose weight? Uh, it looks like it, and he got really fucking tan. Yeah. I thought he was a little chubbier. He he looks Unless good. Unless I'm thinking of Don – Don West, maybe. Oh, Don Cal. Well, Don Callis has already always been kind of skinny because he was the the mouthpiece for uh, whatever it was called in WWF when he was the Jackal. Okay, back in the day. But I mean, he's always been a kind of a littler guy. But I mean, I don't know. He just looked he looked healthy here. Like he, I don't know. Maybe it was the tan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so Motor City Machine Guns made a return to defeat the Rascals in a tag team match, 14 minutes and 17 seconds. This was a fucking awesome opener, dude. Non-stop. I couldn't, like, at some point when I was watching it, I couldn't really keep up. I was just like, it's it's like watching shit just bounce around. They were going, man. Yeah, it was cool to see Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin come back because uh, Sabin hurt his knee in Ring of Honor last year. I think it was right around this time last year, actually. I remember talking about it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was cool to see them come back. And and it looks like the the tag division is only going to heat up and impact. And I'm I'm actually looking forward to watching it tomorrow night as well. 
They <clears throat> impact seems to like Slammiversary 2020 is like it seems like they tried to make it the dawn of a new era or something. Like they hit the reset button. Dude, they got some major people in there and like obviously they weren't big stars in the fed right but in impact they can do shit and impact's gonna be right up there with uh i think all wrestling kind of well i don't know because they'll they'll be that third still but i mean it'll yeah i I think a lot more eyes are on it right now because i mean it it was a buzz in saturday night and you know with with guys like the good brothers coming over you know, maybe not the biggest stars in the Fed, but huge stars in Japan and internet darlings. And then also yeah. later on, you know, the arrival of, I guess we'll call him Heath Miller because that's his biblical name. But okay. uh, some, Heath, just Heath, though. Yeah, they just called him Heath the whole time. Um, yeah. Another guy that never really got his due, but he was, you know, always well talked about backstage and online. Everybody seemed to love him, so. Uh, Moose defeated Tommy Dreamer in the old school rules match for the unsanctioned TNA world title. And they, and Josh Matthews couldn't push it enough that the title wasn't actually a title, but Don Callis made sure to let us know that that was, that was a real title. It's a championship belt. It is a I like the idea. Belt. I like the idea of that belt being around because I just, I, like, I really like that design. Yeah. It's sweet, dude. That's a cool title. It's a, it's a pretty belt. And you know, I forget about Moose being an NFL guy, man. You know, I. But he is a crazy athlete. Yeah, he, he's he's a good athlete. I'm not sold on him as a wrestler so much, but he's a good athlete. This match was what it was. Kind of, I mean, it, I I knew Tommy Dreamer would win in this match, but I I almost want to say I could have done without it. I could have done without Tommy Dreamer and. That's no disrespect to him, man. I love Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. When I was a kid, I loved him in ECW because yeah. the shit they put their body through. But, man, Dreamer's – it might be time to hang up the boots. Because Julian he's just... from Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's where he got his look was Tommy Dreamer? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But, dude, Dreamer's just – I don't know, man. He's he's great, and he's, and he's still hung. He's still hung pretty good and not his penis, but his well, the match was – We don't know. Maybe. How big is Tommy Dreamer's dick? Tweet us that. Hashtag, <laughs> how big is Tommy Dreamer's dick? <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was what it was. You know, it was – and it was a match that Dreamer could do because it's, a you know, an Extreme Rules match. Or, excuse me, oof, that's copyrighted. A old-school rules match. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that here. <laughs> Yeah, so you got anyway. you got your kendo stick spot. You got the thumbtack spot. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. Kylie Ray won the gauntlet for the gold match, so she is the new number one contender. She last eliminated Taya Valkyrie. This was the second longest on the card at nineteen minutes and twenty seconds. It was a uh, you know it was, it was nine right. mi- a- it was nine minutes <clears throat> too long. Yeah, definitely. It's sometimes these battle royale matches, men or women, I just kind of tune out like you just kind of wait for the final four and then that's where shit happens so i wasn't super invested in this but i did want to see who was gonna go on to face the champ and kylie didn't when she left aw wasn't it like some big didn't she be like i can't do this anymore or something yeah yeah it was a big deal and and it, it kind of bummed everybody out because she made when she came out at double or nothing the first show 
you know, she was like, oh my God. She was like in tears when like the pyro went off and stuff. And then now she's yeah. an impact and it's her same gimmick. And it's like, she was shocked that she won the match and it's, it's a little overkill with the, the, the shocking surprise thing. I mean, I don't, I don't mind smiling. the smiling so much, but it's like the, the shocking surprise thing just turns me off. And there's nothing wrong with it, you know. Everybody's got their things. And she's got a huge fan base online, so good for her. I was a big fan of Havoc in this match. I'd never seen her work before. Yeah. Uh, I've heard about her. I knew who she was, but I'd never really, you know, paid attention to any matches she was in. But I t- even tweeted that I was I was a fan of what she did in that match. I'm always a, a fan of the, the the bigger gals getting over and wrestling and really doing a good job. And she did. And I mean. Because fucking realistic, you know. Yeah. And uh, Ty Valkyrie. Like, I, yeah. at this point, she's almost a legend, you know. She's been yeah. around forever. And, I mean, she worked her ass off. Madison Rain. Madison Rain is in there. She's, you know, take it or leave it, whatever. I thought I thought overall the match was good. It was just a little long. Yeah, I'm good off Katie Forbes. So <laughs> I'm good off that. Dude, all you, uh, you just, I'm just not not interested. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, Rob I, Van Dam. I love Rob Van Dam and just she's on our Instagram and like when I'm flying through our stories and all it is is her butt shaking. I even told Amanda, I was like, Well, it's it's not wrestling, dude. I don't want to see you just shake your ass for yeah. 20 minutes on an Instagram story. And, like, <clears> you're <throat> just flying through it, and it's, like, every two seconds, it's the same fucking thing from yeah. a different angle. Like, stop. That's – and, and, and ugh, just – I'm done with it. Anyways, yeah. Chris Bay defeated Willie Mack for the X Division Championship. Ten minutes. And this was awesome. This was a great match. Chris Bay, you know, I've never watched that guy, really, I don't think. I watched Willie Mack, of course, but man, that was that's a solid match, and I like how they commentary, of course, says X Division. That's what it means. It means no weight limits. It's just the most. So it's the best way to describe X Division. I know you asked me a long a couple yeah. months ago. He said it right there. It's basically like the athletic division. It's the fucking high flyers and the what's the risk you're willing to take to win the belt kind of people, you know. So. This, this was a sweet match. This is where I left off. I just finished this match this morning, actually. So I got three matches left. But we can obviously talk about them. Yeah. Because I'm looking at the spoilers right here. So Yeah, I, I really, really liked this match. It was probably, honestly, my favorite of the night. I really liked yeah. it. And I read a story about uh, Chris Bay when he was 10 years old, posted a YouTube video, which tells you how young he is. Uh, he unboxed the TNA World Championship belt. He got a replica TNA World Championship belt. Unboxed wow. it at 10 years old. And here he is now, I'm assuming, what, 21, 24? 24? Okay. So, wow, YouTube's been around for 14 years? Oh, that'd been 2006, yeah. Because YouTube came out like right after I finished high school, and that was 05. So, that yeah, was- and 06 was, 06 was about the time I discovered TNA. So, he was. He was into that. That's cool, though. He got to. He's living his dream, you know. Yep, the boyhood dream has come true. <clears throat> uh, the North, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, which I've heard nothing but good stuff about, defeated Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan to retain the Impact Tag Titles. It was 15 minutes and 56 seconds. Just I have, and I haven't watched this one yet. I know it's good, but dude, 
I'm just not in the Sammy Callahan. I'm sorry, but like the whole Sammy versus Tessa Blanchard feud, like that didn't yeah. do, that does nothing for me. Yeah. I wasn't into it. It was funny when we were watching this match, I, I looked over at Amanda. I said, he's the reason, one of the reasons why we love StarCast. <laughs> Who's that? Sammy, Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Because he was walking down and they were like, yeah, he's going to come over. You guys are going to interview him. I'm like, that's not who we wanted. We want the elite. Yeah. Bring yeah. us Nash or Scott Hall. And then that's when we packed our shit up while he was sitting at the table next to us. <laughs> yeah. We were just like, you know what? I don't want to talk to Sammy Callahan. Like so. nothing, nothing against him personally. No, he could be a great no. guy, but that's not who I signed up for. I want to see Sammy Callahan versus, like, I want to see a one-on-one match with him and one of the elite people in wrestling, and I want to see how he hangs with them. I didn't yeah. watch the shit with Tessa or anything, but the intergender for the world title stuff, I'm sorry, I'm not into it. Maybe that's not politically correct. I really don't fucking care, but that's why there is – the women's division and Tessa's awesome, but her and Sammy Callahan, that feud was drug out for so long. I'm just, I wasn't into it, man. Sorry. Yeah. Hey man, we both have our opinions, you know, and yeah. I, I, and co- with her coming out and being such a piece of shit backstage, I definitely <laughs> don't, don't like it now. Yeah. Like you want to talk about not being PC, but I mean, from everything that I've read and heard, she's a piece of shit. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but some people's, britches their head gets too big for their britches or whatever yeah i i this match was cool though i like i like seeing shamrock shamrock's fucking just shredded still. he's never not shredded i don't get it i, I <laughs> that I, guy's crazy dude. i don't want to fuck with him yeah no <laughs> ever and i tweeted out i said i wouldn't fight ken shamrock for a million dollars i'd wrestle yeah. him for a million dollars but fight no i'd shake his hand call him mr shamrock and politely apologize for whatever i've done to upset him <laughs> and then run as fast as I possibly yeah. could, and he would catch me and probably How fucking old is eat my Shamrock. Shamrock's fifty six. I was gonna say fifty eight. Yeah, he's up there, man. And I gotta watch this one too, especially because I do want to see Shamrock wrestle. I know he's been kind of dabbling with Impact the last year. Yeah, or he's so. he's been back for yeah about a year, a little over maybe. Impact must have money, man. I mean, they must be doing just fine because they're. These people are living comfortably. They're not like missing paychecks or anything. I don't know. I, I like, uh, I think I'm kind of with you. I might start keeping my eye on Impact because it's on Access, right? Yeah, it's on Access TV. And then you can also watch it on Twitch. Oh, okay. Cool. That makes it easy. Yeah. Because I, I canceled my sling. It, it, it ends on August 2nd. So I'll have to find a way to watch. Well, I know the way to watch stuff, but. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you could watch it tomorrow on Sling, tomorrow night. Oh yeah, it's it's on Tuesdays. Yeah, I can yeah. watch it. I still got, I still got, I still a got bit, tomorrow. So. And then I, probably I check guess it out. probably next week too, right? What's yeah, you got next week too. <clears throat> yeah, this week and next week I got Impact and AEW, and then the second is when Figure it ends. It out from there. Yeah, I had to get a gym membership, getting back into my muscular shape. So oh my god, that was a, so that vascular. was a little. He's so vascular. Uh, Diana Perrazzo defeated Jordan Grace by submission in 15 minutes and 12 seconds to win the Impact Knockouts Championship. That's pretty cool. Marty's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, another one that was a little little long. Could have went five minutes or so. Yeah, could've, yeah, could have went ten, and I would have been good with it. But it, yeah. it was good, and it was good to see her. You know, 
show her her capabilities in the ring because she didn't get that in NXT when she was there. Yeah. And I mean she was she was one of those ones that when they were coming into NXT the internet was a buzz with oh, okay this this she's going to get over. She's going to get over. She's going to get over. Every time we say that they don't get over. They don't get over. They don't get over. Yeah. So it's nice to see her, you know, prosper and impact. Uh, and then the main event, which this is actually the first time I'm seeing this, the two two people were entrance into it that I didn't know about. It, was, it turned into a fatal five-way elimination match for the vacant Impact World Championship. 24 minutes, 25 seconds. Eddie Edwards defeated Ace Austin, Trey, Rich Swan, and Eric Young. So Eric Young came back to TNA, or Impact. And Rich <laughs> Rich Swan is Rich Swan. He was he's been an impact, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, he was in okay, WWE. Yeah. He, Rich yeah. Swan was the one that I got in the got the boys the figure, and the next day he got released. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I remember he was in Two Hundred Five Live. That's yeah. what, that was his thing. Um, so. Yeah, when when Rich, they showed him backstage, and he was on crutches, so everybody's like, okay, he's not going to be in this match. And then he his music hits, and then I'm like, okay, he's not coming out. It's gonna. I thought it was gonna be Carl Anderson. I thought Carl was gonna come in and win the title. That would have been awesome. Stupid of me to think that because they're going to be a tag That's team. That's not how that works. Yeah. No. But I was like, you know, Doc's got no problem being the heater out on the outside. Um, so Rich Wan comes out, and then as soon as he comes out, like Twitter's like, oh, that's not who I wanted. That's not who I wanted. He's good, but not who I wanted. I'm like, it reminded me of when Ray came out number 30 and everybody expected Daniel Bryan. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Then so Eric how did Young the Eric Young out. thing happen? Yeah, did everybody like that? or Everybody liked that. When he first okay. took off his mask that he was wearing, I was like, is that Bruce Willis? Because <laughs> he looks, you know, yeah. he's shaved head, no no facial hair or anything. And he was like yeah. all wide-eyed and everything. But yeah, that went over well. It was time for Eric Young to go back to TNA mm-hmm. because he's been in the Fed for years now and we he haven't seen him. Sanity Dude, was going to be so fucking cool stupid. too. It looked yeah. so cool. And in NXT, yeah, it was great. Did. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, and then, I guess it's about time. And then at the end yeah. of the match, Good Brothers come out. Oh, that's when they came out. Okay. That's when they came out. And then they helped. So they were the big debut. They helped Eddie win. Or after he won, they helped him clear the ring. Nice magic killer. Sweet. That was it. I wonder, yeah. And I actually thought, because Ace Austin pulls out an Ace card, and I'm like, oh, Aces and Eights is coming back. So it's going to be Ace Austin and the Good Brothers. That's what I thought. And then they swerved me again. So I got fooled on that one three times. So that was a pleasant surprise. I like being shocked. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I'll finish that one today or tonight i definitely want to watch the rest of slammiversary because that's a killer show dude. they did they did a really good impact did a really good job hit the reset if that's what they were doing hitting the reset button they did a really good job of it so now i'm now i'm excited yeah it was uh gals and anderson announced they had signed two-year contracts with impact so two years we get to see them there and they said the that was the deal they wanted and that was the best deal they got one of the and they also get they to work got. japan so once yeah once that all opens up, then we'll get to see him in Japan too. So I'm pumped for that. And that makes me want to watch New Japan even more. I think it's good. And I think after two years, we can see them in AEW because right now we're going to get some more heat on them. They're going to become a badass fucking tag team between Impact and New Japan. Eyes are going to be on them. 
then they're going to show up in AEW in two years and probably all out. And there you go. There it is. And that, and that was another thing on the, on their podcast and you can listen to it or watch it now, but cause they, that's what they released for the audio yesterday. I was kind of bummed about that. I was hoping it'd be the bucks interview, but um, I'm thinking that after this contract, if they don't resign, they go to AEW. That'll probably be it for them. I would assume. Yeah, they'll they'll finish off over there. Um, but they, you know, they did mention how they pissed some people off by not signing with AEW back when their contracts were up with WWE the first time. Yeah, and it's being said online. I don't know if it's true or not, but Chris Jericho was one of the ones that were really upset because he's buddies with them. So. Uh. Well, you know, he, well, they did say, Hey, we want to be there. We'll be there. Yeah. We're coming. We're coming. And yeah. they did sign. So <laughs> did you hear the part though, when Rocky was talking about the, bu- the bucks texting him? I don't think I've got to that part yet. Okay. No. And he was what like, he, he was like Matt Jackson. Te- I think it was Matt that texted him and he said, uh, they fucked us. They fucked us good. What are they doing? And I was like, Matt said, fuck. Damn. I yeah. thought he was Christian AF. What's up with that? I'm sure that we just don't see it. I think, I think every Christian, <laughs> they, good Christian boy they is blur shady those lines the really yeah, well. dude, really good. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio keto-friendly dairy snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. All right, well. Main event time. Main event time. Let's talk about Bash at the Beach 1995. July 16th, 1995, in Huntington Beach, California. Venue, The Beach. Attendance, <laughs> 9,500 people. And it was an event so hot, they had to put it on the beach. And everybody's just having a good old fucking time here. They're having a great time at Bash at the Beach. Because it was free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, Shivani and Heenan, they're wearing their beach clothes. They're, they're mean jeans, beach bumming it out, man. They're loving it. Everybody's having a great fucking time. And then we Did you notice in, in the opener, though, Shivani says that this is the biggest crowd in WCW history? And, like, yeah. they pan to the crowd, and you can see empty spots. <laughs> like, you can see where the crowd yeah, stops, and, can... and then they cut away real quick. Yeah. That's what I was – I was going to ask you. I didn't know if it was a paid thing or not, but it was just free, so – how many WCW shows were actually paid? Yeah, that's true. They had that Turner money. Out of business. So, yeah. Uh, the fun little opener promo. I'm using, actually, for this, I didn't take notes, but I obviously watched it. And I'm going to use the 411mania.com review for this. So that will be where I'm getting our, our uh, bullet points from. 
but it says yeah, we start enough. off we start off with a horrible clip art promo hyping up Slim Jim's Bash at the Beach. <laughs> Macho Man's the only moving part because he's the Slim Jim pitch man and because he's wrestling Claire Diane. Hogan will also get Vader in the cage. This is and like I said, everything I'm reading word for word is four and one mania. So if I'm not plagiarizing, I'm just shout it to those guys. Yeah. If you send, ever need send me the link to it if you can and or I'll search for it and I'll add it into the description that way nobody thinks we're thieving anything. Well, you know, I think it's people, 25 it's 25 years old. Some people use Dave Meltzer's stuff word for word, so I think I can use a free sheet word for word here if I want to. I'm not going to do it all word for word, but anyways. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh the opener, which it is funny that they wrote the horrible clip art promo because that's what it was. It's just <laughs> cheesy. Dude, 95 WCW is so fucking cheesy, but, but so, so is good. the Fed. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's I love so that good, though, dude. That shitty graphics. I don't know what it it's is. Like, it's like 90s cheese, which is totally different from 80s cheese. But yeah, anyways. Very neon uh, colors. Yeah, they get the helicopter shot and... Um, Tony says, this is the largest crowd to ever see a world championship match, but we're not making any money off of it. Is that what it says? <laughs> that's what it says, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's good shit, dude. Uh, yeah, so we open the show with Meng versus Stang. Meng versus Meng, Stang. Meng, Meng versus Stang. It's Meng versus Sting for the U.S. Heavyweight Championship. And, man, I don't know what it was, but it seemed like there was a lot of botches going yeah, I don't know if Sting was just trying to carry or what, but I, I really liked the opening uh, video package for this match when they, you know, presenting who Ming was. I thought that yeah. was really cool, and it, you know, he knows seven different forms of Taekwondo or whatever. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, he'll rip your fucking eyeball out with his bare yeah, hands. Yeah, dude, Ming's a badass. Yeah, or bite your nose off. Like, but it was just fun to hype it up a little bit. Yeah, this match. It, it wasn't a good opener. <laughs> Let's face it, no. this whole card really isn't that good. And I tweeted yesterday after I finished it, and I said, you know, that was probably the eighth time since it came out live in 95 that I've seen it, and I'm pretty sure I'm good now. Like, I think I can put it to rest yeah. now that we've talked about it on the show. It, it, and the, the finish was just fucking stupid. The little yeah, roll-up. Like, I don't believe Ming getting – It was getting, not good. I don't get, I don't get Ming getting beat by roll-up. No, it says they, Sting ducks but, but another did, boot of fear for the oh, shitty roll-up. Sorry. Yeah. It, it says, they, yeah. They did put over the fact that he possibly hit his head on the canvas, so that probably what knocked him out. <laughs> yeah. Come on, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, they had to sell it. Some, then, like, when the announce team has to sell it, it's like, oh, yeah. God. You know, like, if you can't sell it in the ring and sell it to people, it's like, and the announce team has to do it for you, that's when it's like, okay. 15 minutes and 30 seconds was a little long for this. So. <laughs> this, this match should have went maybe seven. Eight, yeah, seven or eight. So, anyways, yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Ming hits Sting from behind, and then Road Warrior Hawk comes to, comes to help a brother out. of course he does. Yeah, why wouldn't he? Uh, mean Gene is with Jimmy Hart and the TV champ, the Renegade. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy... Jimmy puts over Renegade in all of his magazine covers. Renegade snorts and snarls his way through 15 seconds of TOS. Terminate on site. Take it away, Tony. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Paul Orndorff versus the Renegade for the World Television Championship. 
By the way, the Renegade beat Arn Anderson to win that television championship. Yeah, dude. Poor I Arn. Don't know, man. Poor yeah. Paul Orndorff. Jesus. This dude yeah. was atrocious. The gimmick was awful. Brain has Brain has uh, Brain says I suggest this guy stop hanging around Juan Valdez and lay off the cock a little bit. This guy is like a is a wired like a cheap watch. Yeah, I heard him say that. That was funny. Juan Valdez. I use that a lot at work whenever I brew coffee for some some 80-year-old person, you know. Now bring it out. Yeah. I'm like this is this is the only way this coffee would get any fresher is if Juan Valdez and his donkey showed up. Yeah. That gets a big pop every time. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, yeah, the finish was – he gets – it was like uh, Orndorff – what, what am I looking for here? I don't remember the finish to this match. I guess I wasn't watching. I'm wondering. I don't you, know. It looks like you're trying to learn how to read. <laughs> well, I'm definitely trying to learn how to read. Yeah, the Renegade got the cover on Orndorff, but he got his shoulder up yeah, like three yeah. or something. It was and just they, like, and they oh, call it okay, out on whatever. the replay too. Oh yeah, of course. And Brain's like, "Oh, see, he got his shoulder up." And Tony goes, "Yep, he sure did. Too bad the ref didn't catch it." Like, <laughs> I love yeah. that. Like the the face commentators when they're always like, "Yeah, but you know, it is what it is." But if it's the heel doing it, then it's like, "Oh, well, they need to look at that replay." Yeah. Exactly. Oh, uh, this the next part was one of my favorite parts of the show is when uh, we got to see the Taskmaster with his father and Kamala walks out. Dude, ooh, this ooh. is I have drank from the goblet of darkness and I now feel your power. <laughs> he oh, oh, man. the Dungeon of Doom, man. Yeah, the Dungeon of Doom was something like the father. I thought. Yeah, I was so confused when I watched it, but I was like, this is... So, 95 WCW was one of the first things I watched on the network when Mm -hmm. it came out. I watched, like, Nitro from start to end of 95, and it was weird. But anyways, yeah, the Dungeon of Doom is just so goofy. So then we get... uh, We We might actually actually need to pick up where we left off this year. On Nitro? Yeah. Yeah, we need to figure out where we left off. We can watch that. I think it was like five or six, but that, those were big shows for us. Hacksaw is with Mean Gene, and uh, yeah, they do an interview. And then we get Kamala versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So that happened, and we can move on to the next match. <laughs> that I mean, happened, it was, and it shouldn't know, have. Yeah, it was just course, there. Of uh, course, the Zodiac a.k.a. Brutus the Barber Beefcake, a.k.a. the Booty Man, a.k.a. the Disciple. He comes and hits Hacksaw on the head, and then he goes down. He disappears, and and Tony's like, he's gone. He vanished. Or is he still there? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. But that's not Uh, the last time we'll see him. Just a heads up. uh, Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, let's see what happens next. Then Mean Gene is... He's busy with Mach to hype up his Lumberjack lifeguard match with Flair. Yeah, Macho Man cuts his little promo. He does his thing, talking about Slim. He puts over Slim Jim. I mean, he's got to do that because that's he's the Slim Jim guy. That's who's paying everybody this night. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we get DDP versus Dave Sullivan, which I don't remember Dave Sullivan much. You yeah. might. I don't know what he, he was supposed to be like Kevin Sullivan's like 
mentally challenged brother because he, he was like Evod or whatever is how they spelled it. Okay. He spelled his name backwards, but he, this whole thing has been building for months and he's got a thing for Kimberly and DDP's, you know, obviously a heel here. He's not into it. He doesn't yeah. want anybody looking at his diamond doll. And then you had Max Muscles also out there on the outside, which yep. that guy was another one of those WCW gimmicks that got over like a wet fart. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, it, at least it wasn't long. It wasn't god awful in the time limit. Like there was, you know, it was DDP in there with somebody, but yeah, I'm glad it was. Yeah, it was nice long. to see our best friend Diamond Dallas Page on the show. Good buddy, man. Good buddy. Diamond Cutter, one, two, three, it's over. Um, yeah, and then we get Mean Gene. Uh, Again? Oh, yeah, he's every match, in between every match. Got to, here. man. He's, he's he earning talks, his paycheck. Yeah, he talks to the Nasty Boys, and then he talks to Harlem Heat. And I could have swore Stevie Ray said something. Say we'll whoop two. Okay, he said today we will whoop two suckers. I thought he said two fuckers, and I was like, "Whoa, that happened!" Because I was like, "I didn't know these guys slip up all the time like that." But uh, <laughs> all the time, Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, the uh, Harlem Heat, the best tag team in um, WCW for many years. Nasty Boys were cool. Blue Blood. Ah. No, I guess I take that back because you know what? I did kind of – I enjoyed this triangle match. I did yeah, actually this was the best this. match on the – on man, match and Nate was okay. But – The last three matches were pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're really no, going to put over the main event? No, I mean, I'm just saying it's because it's Hogan and Vader. Right, like, right. That's why – Yeah. No, this, this, this tag match was fun, though. I really liked it. I liked the – No, movie. this was good. Even then, I liked them. Regal, I mean – Because – Russell I love Regal, man. Dude, he's so good. And yeah. Harlem Heat's cool. Uh, and and the Nasties were nasty. Uh, and then Booker T's yelling at the crowd the whole time. All oh, you hillbillies, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everybody in Huntington Beach, California are hillbillies. It's a hillbilly, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, man, this was a good match. Full. There was never a dull moment, really. Always action. Of course, it's not a 2020 tag match where everybody's in the air, but it's everybody's on the mat doing their thing, and a lot of big dudes in the ring, and yeah, it was good. The finish was extremely confusing, though. Yeah, I didn't understand I, that. Apparently, at all. the nasties fucked it up somehow. Well, they were on top of everybody, so yeah. they should have won the titles, right? So, I, oh, you mean like they actually like botched yeah, it, but they yeah, just it was went ahead mistake. and played their music. Okay. I think I think it was a legit mistake that they forgot what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah, it was not right, because I was like, why is it playing their music? And I'm like watching this like half awake, uh-huh. but I even noticed that I was like, that's not right. That's not how that works. So yeah, anyways. But it was a fun match to watch. Finish was not good, but just the botch, that's all. We'll take it. For the, everything uh, else that just happened, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Nasties celebrate, blah, 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 but they didn't win. It was Harlem Heat. Anyways. And, and then we get Mean Gene you know, again, right? Yep. On the boardwalk. With, with the Nature Boy. Rick oh, no, I was Woo! talking about Harlem Heat after the match. They interviewed him oh, again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that is correct. And then I'm we're the best of... tag team. We'll fight anybody, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. 
And then the, he does the Nature Boy does his promo, Nature Boy Ric Flair, not Buddy Rogers, <laughs> does his. And then he and then uh, Mean Gene asks him if she has went to Space Mountain, and Flair's like, "Oh yeah, woo, yeah." <laughs> so, anyways, Mage. Uh, yeah. And then this is a lifeguard match between Ric Flair and Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, probably this and the tag match obviously are the best on yeah. the card. It's a two. It's a two match card. Two match. It's a three match card. Third match just being because Hogan's in it. But yeah, this was uh, this one was a good one to watch because it was just they just did the old punching and slamming around thing, you know, just the old '90s '80s wrestling type stuff. Not too old school, but it was it was like their WrestleMania match in a yeah. way, I guess. It. This one to me is one of those matches, one of those rare matches that don't seem necessarily like a Ric Flair match. Yeah. I don't know why it just felt different. I don't know if it was the added lifeguard since stipulation or what, but man, they were it's really not putting super over high profile. Yeah, they're really putting over that <laughs> really, <laughs> really putting over that Baywatch uh spot coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're they're trying to get that sponsorship. We're gonna have to get you a lifeguard, <laughs> dude. Those Was sugar-free that cookies are audible? coming back to haunt you. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I just stopped talking so everybody could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I couldn't help it. <laughs> Sound like a polar bear cub. <laughs> All right. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So Rick, Rick Flair and Savage. It was a good one. Uh, Macho gets the elbow. He drops the elbow, gets the one, two, three to get a clean win at 13 minutes and 56 seconds. There we go. Not but too it was long a good either, one. which is nice. Yeah. If you go back and watch any of this show, just start at the tag match and yep. go from there and then decide if you want to continue watching the uh, steel cage match. That's up to you. Terry's in it though, so yeah. You know. I mean, for for do it for Terry. He needs the money. Yeah, uh, and then we get the we get a helicopter shot, of course, and then we get the vignette doing Vader's roadkill tour on his quest to beat Hogan in a cage at Bash of the Beach. Vader is talking about his reign of destruction over. Evansville, Indiana, and Memphis, Tennessee, while standing behind a cage link fence against a smoky, shadowy backdrop, though someone obviously went a little too heavy on the fog machine. <laughs> That's what 411 <laughs> says. So, yeah. And then we get Mean Gene in the back with Vader. What time is it? It's Vader time, obviously. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. 
Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. And, uh, yeah, then we get... Changing with Terry, Jimmy Hart, Terry. and Rodman. Rod the yep. Bod. Yeah, dude, brother, dude, Rod the oh, Bod. Oh, man, it was heavy here, too. It was heavy. By the way, I have this entire promo clipped out on my phone, ready to be inserted right here. Uh, nice. Last time I saw you, Dennis, was at the airport in Detroit. You're never going to see me in the airport in Detroit again. And this is because he was coming to San Antonio to play for the Spurs, and then he would go on to play for the Bulls later on, which this is Rodman's first appearance on WCW, but it sure as hell wouldn't be his last. That's what I was wondering. I was like, I didn't know he was here this far back. Yeah. Yeah. With Uncle Terry in the red and yellow. Dude, Bischoff tells a really funny story about Rodman. I don't know the if hotel? I said it on here. The hotel one yeah. where he's, he walks in on him banging the chick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Uh, anyways, yeah, Hogan does his usual spiel. Dude, brother, Rod the Bod, the Hulkster. Then we get the steel cage match for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship with Big Van Vader versus Hulk Hogan. And this one, I forgot Vader is wearing his uh, uh, the Mastodon steel. Yeah, and those headbutts that Hogan put that on and threw at Vader. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. They were like, like they uh, were so, oh, yeah. man. Anyways, yeah, this is this is about as good as it can be. Like I said, the only reason I was like, Hey, it's all right. Is because it's Vader and Hogan. It's the names clashing and it's yeah. a steel cage, but it's a punching. And it, all it is is punches and shots to the cage. And, and it starts and then, off, you know, Terry rips off his shirt and then he's choking Vader with the shirt and like, Whoa, you're the face champion, dude. Why are you using steel <laughs> tactics yeah. here? But since it's a cage it and it's down, Terry, dude. that's what works yeah. for him, brother. Yep. Yep. Uh, the okay, so he does the big boot, which was awful, and he does. Oh, God, Vader yeah. doesn't go down, and then he just kicks him in the gut, and he falls down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. I, I was wondering though when I was watching it yesterday, I was like, was he going for like a running big boot, and he just couldn't get his leg up that high, and he just ended up hitting him in the stomach, and he falls down. Like yeah, how? I don't know, man. How powerful was Terry's gut kick? To knock it must be down. it must be more strong than the big boot it has to and be. then i and mean then we does. know the leg drop's powerful right well i mean it's the atomic leg drop <laughs> <laughs> wrestling is so fucking stupid dude. <laughs> god i love it so he hits the leg drop and then he's like one two three yeah yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, I don't know, maybe another one, like Terry. He does it, yeah. Times. Like, damn, dude, you gotta put. Make, he, he's got to make sure he's down, though. Well, he almost killed him as many leg drops as he hit him with, dude. Yeah. Those are the atomic. That's like three or how many was it? It was like three or four atomic. I think leg it was drops, four. I swore, dude, he could have killed the guy. He could have took yeah. his head off. It was like Hiroshima. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, ho. He, Hogan goes to escape, and then Vader, of course, pops back up after 25 leg drops, and Whoa. then he... <laughs> Whoa. If it was yeah, 25, four. he would have been done there. Way done. Yeah, he would have been in the grave. But Sorry, since it was four. only four, 
he could get back up. Because Terry took his time because he had to pose, then try to climb the cage. He tried to climb the cage. And then the cage is like coming off the bars. Oh, yeah, dude. It's shaking, dude. Yeah. I'm like, who put this cage together? Because these were not licensed contractors by any means. And then watching watching Hogan's big ass body climb down the cage, just like how (laughs) tall he is. I was like, Jesus. He's so. Well, because this was post roids, so he's all kind of yeah. slender. He's slender Hogan. Yeah, yeah, slender Hogan. <laughs> he's hanging, and his little feet. He's yeah, like looking for the stairs, and he finally yeah. finds the stairs, and he it touches the stairs, and then drops down. I'm like, dude, come on! But yeah, those... I'm so glad that we observed that part because yeah. that was one of my favorites. Watching him go down like that. Oh man, I was thinking the same thing too. I'm like, God, Terry's so freaking slim in '95. Yeah, yeah, that '95, '96 run, like Bash of the Beach '96, when he's the third man. I'm like, dude, he's like, he's slender. Yeah, slender Hogan. Slender Hogan. You don't want to see him in the middle of the night. Yeah, after he after <laughs> he destroyed Vader. Yeah. At, well, of course. Yeah, it has to be a three M. Ten thousand dollars challenge. So, anyways, yeah, Hogan. Wins the match, walks away with the belt, and uh, Flair and Arn come in, attack Vader. Yeah, and then uh, we get the return of the or no, the Zodiac came out and Rodman had the chair upside down and was swinging it at him like he was going to hit him. And of course, they just turned around. Zodiac, aka Bruce Barber Beefcake, and Kevin Sullivan just turned around and walked away because they didn't want any part of Rod the Bod because he's not Rodzilla yet. No, 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 no. He's robbed the bot. And so we don't see Hogan defend his championship until Halloween Havoc later that year. And that was the giant. The giant and that. the monster truck match first. Ooh, and then it was. Talk about a horror show. <laughs> Dude, I, this was one of the first pay-per-views I watched during that, when the network came out days. And did I was like, wow. get to that or did we stop the WCW run right before that? I, I think we stopped it before. We didn't get to Halloween Havoc. You sure? And the cut. Yeah, I don't think we did Halloween Havoc. We were close, but I don't remember talking about that. I'm looking because I got to know. Because if we didn't do it, we're doing it this year. Oh, we're definitely doing Halloween Havoc 95 this year if we didn't do it. I know we we did Fall Brawl. Crushing the pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, we did Fall Brawl. No, we did. It's like we did Halloween Havoc 97. Oh, my God. Fall Brawl, too. I remember watching that one, dude. That's a good one. That was one of. Yeah, I remember the night. I remember the night I watched Fall Brawl on the network the first time. It was a uh, lunar eclipse that night, and I kept going outside and watching the eclipse in between matches. Yeah. Anyways. I'm still scrolling here. Oh, bro, 95. Yeah, we didn't do Halloween Havoc 95, so we got that to look forward to in October. I didn't think so. We did Fall Brawl 95, though. Yeah, we did do 95. Fall Brawl. Okay. We stopped at episode four of Nitro, so we should pick that one up. Yeah. At episode five. I'm, I'm into doing... WCW 95 and then for next year because it'll be 25 years of 96 so we get the then we get the whole NWO from the beginning yeah that would the be silver fun, anniversary of that yeah all right well and now everybody else will it. do it too oh of course yeah well you know who will do it first if they haven't already I don't remember but yeah uh, yeah so anyways I got some work to do today, so yeah. Um, you gotta go to work. I have to do my big trailer drop order oh, for the tournament. Gotcha, so gotcha, yeah, gotcha. 
because we get like a truck out in the parking lot because it's so much shit. I can't put it in. So LPGA does the same thing. Yeah. yeah. They have two trucks for that though. Yeah. That's a lot of shit. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, follow the show uh, at Hills and Quads on Twitter. Hills and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Support us on Patreon. We get more people. We do more stuff. We'll be happy to do that. Um, hit us up on, yeah, if the Go Green Hemp coupon still works, it's Heels and Quads in all caps, it's 10% or 15, 15. 15%. 15. Go Green Hemp. It's good to go. We were selling a lot of it before because yeah, it we worked. Were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, what else? We got Pro Wrestling Tees, forward, heels and, forward slash Heels and Quads, uh, Call Our Noble brand, 10% off coupon, Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. Yeah. Man can. Man can wine. Hills and quads and all caps at the checkout. 25%. It's hills and quads across the board. Yeah. At any of those sites, except for processing tees. That's just forward slash hills and quads. Also, hey, Facebook, we just hit 100 likes finally. Mm. I, I pushed that baby. Maybe we should start a Facebook group. That like would be where people fun. can chat. Kind of like we watch the movie has. Yeah. It. They have their little fan page. So maybe, maybe I'll work on that group. today. Just talk about wrestling and whatnot. Yeah, people can be like, hey, Heels and Quads, what do you think about this? Because I don't get on Facebook unless it's for the marketplace anymore. I just don't. <laughs> I get so tired of seeing people's stuff. Oh, man. Political shit memes. and memes. Yeah, and people's fucking opinions. That's why, you know what? That's why I'm not good at social media because I don't like people's stupid fucking opinions. Yeah. Because mine's always right. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. But anyways, no, that's not all it is. It's just usually the same people, and then they want attention. They're like, or when people get on there, and they're like, oh, my back hurts. And it's like, so what do you want? Somebody to comment and go, sorry, or yeah. what do you need? You want me to bring you some soup? A heating pad? Yeah. My throat hurts. My throat hurts. Um, it's going to hurt worse when I – never mind. Yeah, mine, my, mine is more or less the same thing. It's people sharing the same ideas yeah that they have every day and thinking that it's going to sway my opinion and it's not that's not how people are wired that's not how we work i mean we're wired like a cheap watch no. yeah so. juan valdez <laughs> uh yeah follow the show at heels and quads on twitter heels and quads wrestling podcast on instagram or wrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads uh go green hemp man can collar and elbow heels and quads in all caps saves you a shit ton of money and it helps us and patreon.com forward slash heels and quads. Check that out. I really want to do a drink along with people that listen to the show. I like that'd be cool. I want to do yeah. it so bad. And just I'd be I'd you, be super into that. Yeah. And just to see you drink like in a video form. I mean I've seen It'd be you do claws. It in person. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. You're still drinking and having a good time. Yeah. You let loose a little bit. You're a little more fun when you're when you've got a beer and a quarter in you. Because I start shit talking. I yeah. like to, <laughs> I start It's shit like me when things. I'm 20 deep and I'm just like, I'll say the oh, most off the wall shit. You start slurring that 20 deep and that's when I know. And then your laugh, when you're, when you've hit your limit, when you yeah. hit like, you broke the barrier. Yeah. Your laugh gets like, <laughs> it gets like out of control. And I'm like, oh, he's fucked up. Right he's now. done. He's yeah, toast. And you're like, should a, I leave or do I want to watch this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fire. Then we start watching fart porn, and then it's like, okay, now I'm going to leave. <laughs> okay, now I'm done, because they're Now swingers. I'm good, because now I need to go jack off, so. <laughs> the fucking cake. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. birthday cake oh, one. God. Uh, oh, you like that? <laughs> oh. 
Anyways, all right. So gnarly. We will talk to you guys next week with some more wrestling content. Uh, Tell your friends. Hey, oh. before we go, I was thinking, because it's still July next week, fully loaded 2000. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we could probably do that. Yeah. Uh, we might have to – I don't know – what time? What my Monday will be? Yeah, I don't know what my Monday gotcha. will be like, so we'll just play it by ear. We'll talk. Okay. If we need to record it at a different time, I guess we okay. can do that or something. Yep, we'll figure it out. But yeah, I'm I'm probably down with fully loaded 2000. It should be. Oh, perfect timing. Oh, there we go. All right. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Talk to you next we'll week. Talk to you next time. Bye. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask Regina, do you like to compete? I say. Bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say... Bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.